one sat alone beside the highway begging his eyes were blind the light he could not see he clutched his old rags and shivered in the shadows then jesus came and bade his darkness flee it's time to open the word once again with evangelist lester roloff on the family altar program for all is changed when jesus comes to stay turn your bible please to that wonderful book of isaiah the book of isaiah i've been reading in three books the last week or two in particular one of them is the book of isaiah one the book of jeremiah and the other the book of ezekiel and i've been reminded of what the prophet said when he said there's nothing new under the sun and god requireth that which is past and we're living and before our eyes is history repeating itself now i do not believe that we'll ever have a repetition of what we're seeing now because i think this is this is the finality of it all i think that there'll not be very much longer before Jesus comes. There have been apostasies and drifting away and backsliding and people have turned their back on God and God has brought about revival and there are some people saying that we're in the midst of great revival now. I don't see it. If I see a revival at all, it's a revival of religion. It's a revival of fear, violence, akin to that in the days of Noah or worse. It's a revival of sin like in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's a revival of the Roman Empire. It's a revival of everything that's not good. And so uh, they don't need us sticking our head in the sand like an ostrich and saying every day and every way it's getting better and better. It's not. But as much as I hated to admit it, when I was a post-millennial preacher many years ago, it's not getting better except for those of us who are saved. I mean, the prospects are as bright as the promises of God for you and I. But America, the nations of the earth, have forgotten the Christ and have crowded out the word of God. Turn in the book of Isaiah, please, chapter 1. Isaiah had a real experience with the Lord. It's recorded in the sixth chapter. We'll not go to that. He said, I saw the Lord. And it was in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord. In the first chapter... Beginning at verse uh, 11. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me? Saith the Lord, I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he goats. When you come to appear before me, who hath required this at your hand that tread my courts? Bring no more vain oblations, incense is an abomination unto me, the new moons and Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies. I cannot away with its iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hateth. They are a trouble unto me. I'm weary to bear them. When you spread forth your hands, I'll hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I'll not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Wash you. Make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now. And let us reason together. 
saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye, oh, what an if, if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. We're rapidly coming upon the bad of the land because we've not been willing and we've not been obedient. We're living in the most poisoned generation that ever lived on American soil. But he said, if you be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Turn to the book of Jeremiah, please. Jeremiah chapter 6, beginning at verse 15. I think we better go back to the 14th verse. They've healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they'd committed abomination? Nay. They were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall. At the time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? and walk therein, ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. As a strange verse in the seventh chapter, I've heard this many times in my own generation. Chapter 7, verse 10. Now he raises some questions about uh, trusting in lying words in the eighth verse and stealing and murder and committing adultery, and swearing falsely, and burning incense to Baal, and walking after other gods whom you know not. That's verse 8 and 9, verse 10. And then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say we are delivered to do all these abominations. That's one for you. You'd say, what do you mean? You'd be surprised at the people. I mean, the marriage vow doesn't mean much anymore. A marriage license is not necessary for a lot of people anymore. Some of the greatest girls we've got told me out of their mouth, there's nothing wrong with what you call immorality. God has made that all right. You know where that came from? It's coming from a lot of our sex education and psychiatrists. And we've got a lot of loose-thinking preachers today that do not cry out against sin. And little girls and boys are living in deep sin and their systems, their physical systems and makeups uh, are going bad and they haul them off to the psychiatrist. You know what it is? Of course, the psychiatrist says you have a guilt complex. Well, they ought to have one. You know what you used to do about the guilt complex? Get them saved. That's what got rid of mine. If you do wrong, you ought to have a guilt complex. You know what I do with mine? Run to Jesus with it. Confess it. I do not need a man-made priest. I've got a great high priest. He said, stand ye in the way and see. Then I want you to ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way. Then he said, I want you to walk therein, and you shall find rest for your soul. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Altar Program with Lester Roloff. And the Lord said unto Jacob, Return unto the land of thy fathers and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. 
Arise, go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God, that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau, thy brother. Then Jacob said unto his household, and to all that were with him, Put away the strange gods that are among you, and be clean, and change your garments. Back to the Bible, the true living word, sweetest old story that ever was heard. Back to the joy life my soul longs to know. Bethel is calling and I must go. Back to Bethel I must go back where the rivers of sweet waters flow back to the true life my soul longs to know Bethel is calling and I must go back to the beautiful path I once trod Back to the church and the people of God. Out of this old cold world of sin and its woe, Bethel is calling, and I must go. Back to the prayer life in Christ I once knew. Back to its beautiful life-cleansing dew. Back to help others to conquer each foe, Bethel is calling, and I must go. Back to Bethel, I must go, back where the rivers of sweet waters flow, back to the true life my soul longs to know Bethel is calling and I must go. Bethel is calling and I will